your money is just worth less each year. It just deteriorates. I mean, the value of what you have is just worth less. And it costs you more dollars out of pocket to get the same goods and services. And there are a multitude of reasons why this happens, but fundamentally that's the impact. So uh, if you go to the store and you need to buy chicken and chicken's up 15% because of conditions that exist, your cost of living, your just basic goods and services you need for your household are going up dramatically. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. I am here in the studio with Harry Stout, and we are just rolling along with the series on giving you different money ideas and helping you be inspired to crush this new year. And this title is going to be The Year of Uncertainty, Five Key Money Trends. And I'm really excited about this because uncertainty is resonating with many people. And quite frankly, man, I want to know what the trends are. Like, what are the trends? I love how you think, and you're a researcher. So what are these five trends that we can expect in this new year? Thanks, Caleb. And and I think as you look at 2022, as we enter the year, this is probably one of the most uncertain environments that I've seen. And I've been around a long time. But um, here are five, what I'll call the five eyes for your listeners. The first off, we're having to deal with something new, especially for younger people. It's called inflation. And inflation is going to be with us, it looks like. And um, again, I'm not a professional economist by training, but I think as you look at it, as you look at it, we're, we're probably looking at four to six percent inflation at least over the next three years. So inflation is not transitory. It is here with us. And it's going to cause us to have to think differently about how we manage a, a number of different things. But it's here. And I think recently the uh, University of Pennsylvania, the Wharton School, published a, a survey indicating for most households, it's going to be about a 6% increase in their living expenses, about $3,600 a year added to the, to the family's budget because of inflation. So that is you know, that's significant and that's what folks are going to have to deal with. And I imagine that that doesn't include lifestyle inflation, which is just this idea of spending more money as we get older. Um, My question to you is how would you explain inflation? Because we're seeing this a ton on the news is probably one of the key issues as voters are going to go vote. Um, And yet I feel like very few people actually can articulate it. Well, one thing I know about you is you know how to articulate. So inflation in your own words. I'll accept the challenge. Uh, when, I, when you look at it, Caleb, I think that you, your money is just worth less each year. It just deteriorates. I mean, the value of what you have is just worth less. And it costs you more dollars out of pocket to get the same goods and services. And there are a multitude of reasons why this happens, but fundamentally, that's the impact. So uh, if you go to the store and you need to buy chicken and chicken's up 15% because of conditions that exist, your cost of living, your just basic goods and services you need for your household are going up dramatically. First eye is inflation. Right. All right. The second eye is interest rates. Now we've uh, recently, uh, the Federal Reserve's indicated we're likely going to see three increases in interest rates in 2022. So they're looking to raise rates three times. For a lot of households, that has negative impact. Many people have uh, credit card debt that has a variable element to it. They may have uh, a home equity line of credit 
that is that has a variable interest rate that's tied to one of the federal measures. So they could find out that they're going the cost of debt is going to go up for them, and that's really uh, that's significant. A little less of an impact on home mortgages because home mortgages are tied to the ten-year Treasury rate, and as we look at it right now, um, that part of the yield curve doesn't look to be as impacted. So probably not as much impact in, in mortgage rates, but on the short-term stuff and your credit card debt and other uh, obligations you have, you're probably going to pay more in interest. In, and this is obviously not investment advice or financial advice, but it, typically when interest rates rise, that does we do see a, a reflection in the market. And, and in a lot of cases, markets tend to dip. Is, is that something that you can explain why or do you not expect that in, this, in these uncertain times? Well, th- that's a great question, Caleb. I don't know how it's going to happen because if you look at it, if we had three 25 basis point increases in interest rates in 2022, rates are still at a historically low level. Yeah. So really, have, has it changed the overall environment so much that the equity markets are impacted and so on? I, I can't see clearly on that. What you will see, you will see the rates that are paid on bank deposits and uh, other fixed income obligations will probably go up. You will see some, in, you will get some benefit from it. But uh, um, this whole interplay between equity markets, interest rates, cryptocurrency, a variety of different things, we could have a whole different conversation relating to that, I believe. But um, we'll have to see how it pans out. But right now, our economy is good in the United States. Uh, cor- companies have great earnings. So can they absorb interest rate increases? Can they continue to grow? A lot of people believe they can. All right. So the first first trend is inflation. Second trend is interest rates. The third trend is the wonderful world of infections. And, and I'm sorry to have to bring this up, but here we are in the midst of going into our third year of a pandemic, which will probably create an endemic situation within the United States in the next uh, in the next year, but we, we can't control these infections. Yeah. As Caleb and I are recording this one today, Omicron is, is coming onto our shores. We're starting to see significant increases in Omicron infections, another potential wave. Only 17% of Americans are, uh, American adults are fully vaccinated. It's really a, a very a difficult time. And the thing about these infections is we don't know when they're coming when they're coming. We don't know how virulent they are. We don't know how they're going to impact our economy. So they create a lot of uncertainty. And look what it's done to our lives. I mean, traveling, um, yeah. traveling, seeing family. Uh, I, uh, I work with some young ladies who have young children, having to homeschool those children. Yeah. It, it's a significant responsibility for them and puts significant pressure on their household to do that. And, and I know, Caleb, you see that with, with your network also. Yeah. I, I, I mean, one of the things, YouTube's already going to censor us now, thanks to your third point. <laughs> no, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. It's fine. But it's so true. It's like, this is, I mean, talk about an eye. People, like, this is going to translate into so many unknowns. It's interesting. The thought of traveling overseas is not even really on a radar. Whereas two years or three years ago is something that I would hope to have done a lot. So that is a small example of, like, um, just on a, on a macro scale what's happening in just our economy. And that right now you're not planning a year ahead as it relates to speaking gigs and events. And so um, just, I wanna echo what you're saying. I almost think that could be the first trend if we're being honest, because it has such a rippling effect across the board, but uh, absolutely. 
So we'll have to, we'll have to see how it pans out, but it, we don't, as you described, we just don't know. Yep. All right, let's move on to number four, which is income. Now we've talked about inflation. We've said over the next several years, inflation is probably going to go up four to 6%. Question will be, will your income go up four to 6% to pay for these additional costs that your household is going to bear? And I think initially what we've seen, and it's interesting to me, by the way, I think you saw the Google national press release saying they were not going to match inflation and wage increases. So they weren't going to do that. I found that interesting. Uh, overall, what, what I'm seeing and what I'm reading is people are getting maybe a 5% increase in their salaries, but with costs going up six to maybe eight, depending on the household, people will fall behind. So I think focusing on your income, maybe you're going to have to take a side gig. Maybe you're going to have to do some other things in uh, going forward the next few years to deal with inflation and the impact on your household. Yep. Yeah, it's not a ton that I'll add there other than the fact that it's, I don't think they're going to translate. I don't think wages are going to translate because I don't think companies have 6% additional money, even though there's a ton of money being pumped in. Well, time will tell. I just don't see that translating. And so time will tell, but I do think that's going to be an impact for sure. Yeah. And what, what happens there, Caleb, is that people's lifestyles then suffer. They get yeah. less of a lifestyle, less of a quality of life than what they work for. So it's a significant issue. And that's why we need some inflation in our economy, but we don't need so much that yeah. it puts pressure on wages. It really is interesting. Inflation is really a tax on the poor and middle class. It yes, really it is, is um, because yeah. it benefits those that can invest and it it hurts those who are living essentially paycheck to paycheck or living on majority of the money that they're earning. Totally correct. And as I said earlier, Wharton School, 6%, $3,600 for the average family. That's a tax on that family. Yep. That right. family just had $3,600 taken from them. So they're going to have to scramble to reduce living expenses, add income, to, to make some changes in their lives to be able to make the, the books balance, if you will. Right. All right. Number five, indecision. Mm. And we, we, are, uh, we are seeing this, and I'm not in any way espousing any political view, but I'm just commenting that our government right now causes us a lot of pain and suffering because we can't make decisions, we can't agree. And I think that objectively, we could all comment that our government's just not working very well for us this year. So we'll have to see, will we get a full build back better plan? Will it be smaller? Will it be larger? I don't think we know. We don't know at this point that process is under, underway. So a lot of indecision there. Also in 2022, we've got an election coming up. And with that, there could be a change in the political, political world from one party to the other. So that indecision is significant. Yeah. We also have some new things. Um, Student loan repayments look like they're going yeah. to begin again in uh, February of 20, uh, 2022. Will they continue? Will they not? Will an executive order be signed to wipe away debt? Will it, will, what will happen there? So I th think it's uh, really significant. And then one of the big things for me, Caleb, and I'm sorry I left it for last, but I think there's just a lot of indecision over what the government's going to do with respect to Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid, because with respect to Social Security and Medicare, we're coming to the point where those programs take in less revenue than yep. they pay out in benefits. So there's going to have to be some reform there. 
and some significant change. So uh, what's going to happen? And so many of the people that in uh, that you and and I speak to about their financial plans and what they're doing, they rely on Social Security and Medicare, and in certain instances, Medicaid based on their circumstances to pay for their essential living costs. So what's going to happen and how that's going to work. And I, I, we see some movement within Congress to make some changes there, but I don't think we really, uh, we really know. So the fifth eye is just all this indecision that's around us. And um, so for me, when I look at those five eyes, Caleb, one of the things you might think I'm a negative, I'm this negative <laughs> person bringing up the five eyes, but in reality, I'm not, I'm positive. But I think what I find in situations like this, when you have uncertainty and you have to deal with it, yeah. if you have a financial plan in place, you've got a good cash budget, a good cash budget in place, you're managing your expenses, you're, you're living intentionally, you're making decisions about your key elements of your financial life, you can withstand the storm that's going to happen with all this uncertainty. So that to me is that's the most important thing. Hey, negativity sells. And sometimes people need to be told what's going to happen. I have a funny feeling that this video is going to get a lot of views because you're speaking truth. And just in summary, inflation, interest rates, infectious um, income and indecision, all equal inefficiencies. And no, we did not plan that early on. But I, I see all of those translating into people uh, creating more friction, uh, more roadblocks into helping them get to where they want to go. And I think, number one, be aware of it. And there were many nuggets that you shared that hopefully can help people be um, more efficient and eliminate the inefficiencies in their life. Um, do you want to share quickly how people can stay um, just afloat on what you're up to, the podcast that you have? Uh, maybe they sure. can get some of your books to. Um, oh, no, I, I thank you. No, I have a podcast. I have the Financial Verse podcast. I have two episodes a week. And I talk about what I do is complementary to all of the work that Caleb and his team do. What I do is provide basic great basic information for you to understand key things in our, uh, that go on in our economy, help you have better basic skills so that you can live more intentionally. Example is I, I just recorded a session on I-bonds, which are, are, are a series I-bonds, very appropriately, inflation-adjusted bonds. Uh, another example is sequence of return risk, helping people understand what that is. So I kind of fill in the basics to and arm people so that their knowledge grows and continues to grow. And that's what we do with the Financial Verse podcast. And I've got my books, my five books that I've done in the Financial Verse series, all are designed to do the same. So we help fill in the knowledge you didn't get as you went through the various levels of uh, formal education in our country. You can find out more information in the comments below. Please uh, comment what your biggest eye takeaway or eye trend is. I uh, would be very curious to hear that. We read all the comments and we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.